1: As you heard in Bob's news, last week's provincial budget included a $200 million cut to public health. The government says this will actually make things work better because the number of separate units will be reduced to 10 from 35, making everything more centralized. Some people disagree. Some actually think this is opening the door to another Walkerton or SARS. They say that the boards are on the front line of chronic and infectious diseases and they manage food safety and immunization and those things will be hurt. What is your take? The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. And right now, let's go to Joe Mehevick, who is a lecturer at the University of Toronto and former city councillor and chair of the Board of Health. Hi, Joe. How are you?
2: Libby, I'm great. How are you doing?
1: Oh, we're doing fine. Well, were you surprised by this? It seems like a lot of money to cut.
2: Well, $200 million represents just under 27% of the total budget for the province of Ontario that they devote to public health. And in Toronto alone, it will be somewhere around, if you if you just drill down the percentages, it'll be something like $40 million, which is a very, very big hit. Something's going to go. Things are going to be cut. And this is not the time, especially if you are conscious, uh, really conservative around money issues. Public health is not where you cheap out. Public health saves you money down the road. So if you uh, get the flu shots now, is that what they're going to cut? Have to cut? Then you, the hospitals and doctors actually save money down the line by not having to tend to you when you are, uh, when you do have fluid, flus and uh, when you might indeed be uh, hospitalized. If you don't have public health, uh, encouraging people to quit smoking, don't start smoking, and we've been doing that for, for so long, 20, 30 years. We've reduced smoking rates from 50% when I was a kid to 25% in the early 90s when I uh, started as a chair of a board of health, and now we're down to 10%. That means literally hundreds of thousands of Torontonians are leading better quality lives and they're not spending money in hospitals. So this really is a, a case of being wise and pound foolish or another expression that we sometimes use is an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So if you're getting rid of that ounce of prevention, you're going to be spending it down the line. This is one of those pay me now or pay, pay, pay me later. And maybe I'll just make this last point, Libby. When we didn't do that, we lost ability to kick SARS quickly, as quickly as we could have, should have. And one of the learnings that came out of this very important uh, David Naylor report after SARS was that you need to strengthen the province of Ontario, your structures around public health, because if an infectious disease starts to hit and you don't have the right people who understand infectious disease, how it spreads, how it's contained, then you're going to put the people of Ontario at risk.
1: Well, what, is do you a think, good thing. what do you think of Doug Ford was saying, well, you know, some of these smaller boards that that they are going to get rid of, they can't even recruit people. So everything is going to be hunky dory. I mean, he said they're too small to recruit. Well, the, 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 we public health. In
2: Toronto, in an urban area, looks very different than, say, northern Ontario in a rural area where you have a large Aboriginal community, which is very different in southwestern Ontario. Um, you need to be able to design public health programs depending on the health status of the community that you, that you are serving. And if you go too big, then you can't do that nuanced work. Um, thir- I'm not sure if the right number is 35 or a little bit less, but really this should be driven not by trying to uh, save money at the front end. It's going. It should be driven by how do we achieve the best, best health status of uh, Ontarians. And if you save money in the process, so be it. You will save money if it's a good public health system. Down the line, when you when you have less hospital admissions, when you have higher quality of life for for, for your residents, public health is how you save money. It's not really. Uh, it is a cost center for the government, of course, but it's a it's a healthcare savings uh, at the at the tail end.
1: Now let me ask you this, because uh, I'm a little confused about this. Uh, restaurant inspections is that done yes. by public health? Those pass signs.
2: That's right. Uh, yes. Yeah, so our, our job, and you know, because the word health is in there, we're on the preventative health side. So we do all the things that keep you healthy, try to keep you healthy, and of course, that's smoking. That's uh, that's a restaurant grading is a good example. And you know, we have one of the best now, uh, internationally and renowned uh, restaurant sectors uh, in, in frankly, in North America, and indeed, uh, even in the world, it's recognized to be that. Part of that is that. We won't. You won't get food poisoning in our restaurants, and we know that because we have a. We've put in place a very good system: the red, the yellow, green system, and we have public health inspectors going three times a year, randomly to the two restaurants, uh, checking them out. If you put a little, it's a perfect example of what public health does. If those inspectors who are they're not uh, they're not uh, medical professionals, they are public health inspectors. If they do their job well then you don't have food poisoning you don't have all the illnesses that come from uh, from food not being prepared and served uh, uh, properly so that's why that's a perfect example how you invest at the beginning and then you save money through uh, through the healthcare system down the line
1: uh, do you have any idea how much there how much of a reduction there was in food poisoning or foodborne illnesses since that system came into place wasn't that uh, long ago i don't think
2: uh, well, we we always had it, uh, but we didn't have this red, yellow, yeah, green system I mean. in place. Uh, when we, but we, I don't uh, have a data on a hard data on it, but I do know that uh, our public health people were very pleased with uh, that red, yellow, green. It really cleaned up uh, many a restaurant's act. Once you put that yellow or that red on a, on a person's front door boy, they clean up uh, all the mouse droppings and, and what have you. So we're, we're quite confident. Uh, we know that the health, the uh, restaurant system is much cleaner, much better now than it ever has been uh, in Toronto's uh, history. You know, another example, Libby, just uh, while I have you, is vaccinations. Um, we are, There's been a whole debate over the uh, people who are anti-vaxxers and we need to up our game on vaccinations Absolutely. around some some ish some diseases, and a good one is measles. So uh, it's a perfect example. If you cheap out at the front end, you're going to lose at the tail end. Uh, so that little little uh, little needle that you get, it actually helps us as government. You know, when you're cost conscious, you're also health conscious. You want to preserve a good quality of health. For, for your population. If you don't have those vaccine, va- vaccination programs in place, then you're going uh, to be in trouble. And, and that's why, again, that phrase, penny-wise, full is, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. This is where you want to spend money. And it's, it's very interesting. Many countries in the global South who don't have uh, the kinds of uh, governmental budgets that we have, you know where they spend their big dollars? It's not on High-tech healthcare equipment—that saves one person at a time. It's on public health measures. You know, cleaning your water system, making sure garbage is—is. Uh, I'm, is, uh, I'm glad
1: not- you're bringing up water system because so people people are saying these this magnitude of cuts can lead to another Walkerton. Walkerton was caused by two guys running water filtration and not doing it properly
2: yeah no absolutely so That's how
1: what, how could public health prevent that or or how could the lack of public health uh, uh contribute to that I'm, i I just draw the connection for me
2: yeah, so uh the pub, public health are, uh, and, and environment inspectors the public health inspectors inspect the quality of uh, of water that comes out of the pipes, and if it isn't a standard, then uh, basically an order is issued to clean up your act. Now, uh, you know, how often do you do those inspections? I'm not sure how often we do it. In the case of Toronto, I know the restaurant system uh, uh, better. It's three times for a restaurant and two times uh, for a dining room um, in, a say, for example, a senior's home, and then once a year for um, a food, uh, a gross, grosseteria. Um, and so let's say you cut your budget in half, then you're going to basically... Be reducing your your service your inspection level by by half, and then at the end of the day, people are people who are not following good protocols around cleanliness around safety are going to uh, eventually result in the, the food not being uh, well served. Uh, and the same principle would apply in a case like uh, like Walkerton. Walkerton is a and Walkerton and SARS uh, that happened really fifteen years ago, uh, fifteen to twenty years ago. Those were some of the drivers in that David Naylor report that I mentioned before, uh, when the, he basically uh, said to the province of Ontario, and then after the province of Ontario took in the report, uh, when he said, uh, you, gotta, you, you folks better up your game around public health, because when the diseases happen and you're not ready, uh, you're going to cause a, a <sighs> all kinds of chaos, uh, if you don't uh, if you don't have a public health structure strong and in place. And so what the province did was it increased funding from fifty percent of the budget for public health to seventy five percent of the budget so that no municipality would be tempted to uh, cheap out on public health expenditures.
1: Okay, I'm going to take a call from Bill. Bill, you were do, do you accept Joe's explanation of how cuts to public health can lead to a, a Walkerton or a SARS?
3: Well, first of all, uh, the company I worked for a few years back, people took a 30% haircut to keep the company going. And you know what, we're doing really well today. And I've never heard a, a city councilor that said, spend less money. As far as Walkerton goes, there's there's government at its very best. You had nepotism there. I think the two yep. employees you were referring to, one yep. was the manager, and I think the other one that was testing the water was his brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah, it
1: was it was exactly that. Yeah, and,
3: and I think they were both drunks too, if I'm not mistaken. And you know what? When I look back at SARS, that's a one-off. That's never ever happened. And the city of Toronto should be proud the way they handled that. I, this is ridiculous to, to go talk about Walkerton and SARS because we have to have cutbacks. It's time to rein government in and and, and bring it back to reality.
1: Okay, Bill. Well, uh, Joe, we haven't convinced... Bill, but uh, I mean, two hundred million to to talk about a, that kind of a number in the context of administration cuts. I don't know that that doesn't necessarily add up to me. Uh, well, go yeah, ahead.
2: Well, well, well yeah, I think uh, the the, the caller is basically that's the Doug Ford narrative that uh, uh, that government is fat; it's got to trim at the waist and. And uh, you just got to cut, 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 and that no one should be immune from it. And I think you want to do it as a surgeon and not with a big ax. <laughs> and doing it as a surgeon, um, uh, not to overplay that metaphor, but uh, you would want to do it carefully. You don't want to, if you, if you do have to cut a dollar, it is actually more prudent to cut a dollar on the health care side, primary health, acute uh, health care than it is in public health. You get a better health outcome if you do it with that precision. That's that's my my, my point here. I'm not arguing for uh, fat government, skinny government. I'm arguing for right-sized government to be able to protect the health of uh, uh, Ontarians.
1: Okay. Joe Mehevig, thank you so much for being with us.
2: Always a pleasure, Libby. Take care.
1: Okay. bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye.